Game week 11 is just around the corner. So today we are gonna be having a look at an update of my team. In today's video, we'll be having a look at any potential transfers that I want to make going into game week 11. We'll be having a look at my lineup. We'll be talking a little bit about captaincy between Mo Salah and of course, Erling Haaland who has found his shooting boots once again. And finally, as an addition to these videos as we are doing now, we'll have a look at a bit more of a future focus, the future planning of my team after my game week 11 team selection. What is up everyone? Welcome back to another video, FPL Harry here. And today, game week 11, team selection time. Another FPL game week is on the horizon deadline tomorrow morning on Saturday. So today, an update of how we're doing, an update of how my team is looking going into the week. Before we dive in, 2,000 likes on the video is the aim. Subscribe if you are new around here as well. But a very quick review of how I got on last week, 75 points. Now, this was five above my safety score. The safety score is basically how many points I needed not to change in rank. So gained five points in overall rank so far this game week. Pretty happy with that. Did give me another green arrow. So that's three green arrows in three game weeks since I played my wild card from 425k all the way up to just inside the top 300k so it is something i'm pretty happy with how the wild card has gone 645 points overall now the team did pretty well it was a big decision for me of whether i should sell diaby to go and buy bakari saka last week and i decided not to do it and i am very very glad that i didn't of course diaby came in with his 13 points the other option of getting bakari saka was to sell Hyunmin son for my team as well who also got 10 and also outscored saka as well so overall the decision not to go and buy Bakari Saka into my team basically was enough to give me my green arrow. The other transfers in I made last week was Simakas. He came in with a clean sheet. So again, happy with that. Matoma in my midfield was very disappointed with Brighton, but Brighton do have a free midweek going into the weekend against Everton. So hopefully we see a bit more from them. And Jared Bowen was the other big disappointment for me this week. Ollie Watkins owners... How we didn't get anything from that match, I will not know. Missed a lot of chances. Over 1.3 expected goals in that game. Matty Cash crossed it in and Ollie Watkins, how he didn't put it into the back of the net. It would have been a cash assist, Watkins goal, but I can't complain. I had DRB in that game. Salah captain, it should have been on Erling Haaland, but still pretty happy with last week. So going into game week 11, I'm pretty happy with how my midfield five and forward line look, particularly because I didn't go for Saka. So there's no Newcastle or Arsenal attack in my team. And there is also no Chelsea or Spurs attack outside of Son in my team. So I don't have too much investment in what I think are the two most difficult games to call going into the weekend. So I am most focused on my defense. So what we've got here is my five defenders that I currently own at the moment how they will line up over the next four game weeks that I'm looking at here. So this week, I've got Cash and Simicast with a good fixture, and then I'm having to play either Burn, Gabriel, or Taylor. Taylor has the best fixture on paper, but Burnley have been pretty, pretty poor defensively so far this season. Game week 12, I have four good fixtures. So Newcastle and Burn, Cash, Simicast, and Gabriel all have a good fixture. Now, there is a little bit of debate about whether we expect Gabriel to keep his place. What my understanding is and my prediction is for that Gabriel position is he had played, people forget that he did play twice for Brazil over the international break. He used it as an opportunity to rest him as he used the cup midweek as an opportunity to rest Saliba. So both Gabriel and Saliba have had a rest. And the other important thing to note was early on in the season when Gabriel got benched, it was due to a change in system. They were sort of playing this back three hybrid. However, 
it has been a straight swap for Kirior, who also played in the cup midweek alongside Gabriel in place of Saliba. So I do expect Gabriel to get his place and to continue playing. Whether this could happen again or not, though, we still aren't entirely sure. It's not the best, but I do think he'll keep his place. Game week 13 is the massive issue I've got. The fixtures we have that week pretty much across the board are pretty awful. Taylor has West Ham at home. I do need Gabriel to stay in my team because he has Brentford away, which is the only half-decent fixture I have that week. Burn, Cash and Simakas all have pretty difficult fixtures. If it was worse comes to the worst, I could play down Burn, but Chelsea, although have not scored goals, have looked pretty good going forward. And then going into game week 14, again, Cash, Simakas and Gabriel all have a good fixture. So basically what I see here is that Dan Byrne doesn't actually have that much of a use in my team over the next four game weeks. Game week 11, I'm probably going to start Gabriel over him anyway. Going into game week 12, he has a good fixture, but I could easily play Cash, Simakas and Gabriel next week and not need Byrne. Then going into game week 13, he has a difficult fixture and game week 14... He has a difficult fixture and I don't even need him anyway because of Cash, Simicast and Gabriel again. So I am considering a defensive transfer this week. The issue is deciding who to bring in. So I look at the defenders who have a good fixture in game week 11 and game week 13. And there are four real defenses that I would even vaguely consider buying into my team. The first one is Brighton who have Everton, Nottingham Forest. But they are again looking pretty poor defensively. If we knew that Stupanan was going to be back in and available for game week 11 in the press conference, then potentially I'd consider it. But we've seen enough rotation from Brighton and just the poor defensive form does put me off. Wolves is an interesting one. They play Sheffield United and Fulham. They haven't kept many clean sheets. I think it's only one so far this season, but they have had a difficult run of fixtures to start the season. So maybe we see something a little bit more from them. The third one is Manchester United, who do have Fulham and Everton in those two. Both of them are away. And I was talking about Maguire early on in the week but the more I've watched them against Manchester City then I watched them in the cup I just can't bring myself to invest in a Manchester United defender at the moment and the final one is Crystal Palace they play Burnley and Luton in those two so I could go to Gahey in my team I could go to Anderson I could go to Mitchell if he is back fit and available so there are a couple of possibilities for me to move in defense but I'm not necessarily sure it's worth it this week because I could roll my transfer going into next week and have a little bit more information about what to do with my team. So looking at my lineup for the weekend going into game week 11, we are going to go with Ariola in goal. Ariola versus Turner is a pretty close debate. Turner having Aston Villa at home, whereas Ariola going away to Brentford. I don't expect a clean sheet for both, but I am going with Ariola just based off the number of saves that he does make. They also have a very slightly higher percentage chance of keeping a clean sheet at the weekend. I also have triple Aston Villa in my team. I've got Cash, Diaby and Watkins. So if I'm expecting them to do well, in theory, I'm expecting Turner not to do well. So I am going to go with Ariola. In defence, as I say, I've got Cash, Simicas, and then at the moment I'm going with Gabriel. Byrne and Charlie Taylor are on the bench. Yes, Taylor scored in the most recent game, but I'm not sold on Burnley defensively and he doesn't score very often, if at all, apart from this game that's just gone. Byrne, I do think he'll do well, but Saka running at Byrne, just like we saw Neto running at Byrne in the weekend, just gone in game week 10, does give me a little bit of doubt about Burnley potentially getting yellow card. And I don't necessarily think a clean sheet for him then. So I am going with Gabriel as my third defender. Moving into midfield, pretty happy with how things are lining up. Diaby, we keep Son at home to Chelsea Monday night. As a Chelsea fan, they could absolutely do us over. Matoma against Everton after a rest. Salah, 
And then I do have Bowen. Bowen, a bit disappointing. Of course, he did score in midweek, but he did also play a lot of minutes midweek, which I didn't really want for that West Ham team. I don't really have a route to go and potentially sell him. The only option I could bring in for Bowen is Bakayo Saka, but Saka going away to Newcastle with Bowen playing against Brentford away. I think I'll just take my chances on Bowen this week and then not force the transfer. Then up front, it's Erling Haaland and Ollie Watkins, of course. In terms of captaincy, it's Haaland versus Salah for me. Both are great fixtures, but I just really think that it is Haaland for me again this week. The away fixture for Salah, Salah also did play in their team midweek. I am just about favouring Haaland. I do prefer captain and midfielder based on the clean sheet point and the extra point for a goal as well, but I cannot look past Haaland and what Manchester City do, particularly when they are at home so far this season. So Erling Haaland is going to be my captain, 3-5-2, and I do plan on rolling my transfer. So, of course, in this added segment, a little bit of an ad-lib, a bit more of me just chatting about what my team looks like over the next few weeks. So the first thing to talk about is why, Harry, why do you actually not, you know, bringing in a Palace defender or a Wolves defender does make sense for you. So over the next couple of weeks, whether I do it in game week 12 or more likely in game week 13, moving out Diaby to go and buy Bakayo Saka is a transfer that I do plan on doing. Now, I don't have, it leaves me short of that transfer. And I also then plan in game week 14 to do Matoma and going and buying Brian and Buemo into my team. So if I want to make both of those transfers, I am 0.5 million short. Now, DRB is predicted to rise. So if DRB rises, that goes down to 0.4 million that I'm short. But that means that I would have to sell Burn down to a 4.2 million defender if I want to be able to afford these transfers when game weeks 13 and game weeks 14 do roll around. Now, I could decide when it gets to them that Bowen is continues to not perform and I could decide to sell Jared Bowen and I'd free up a lot of money that way. And that could be the easiest way to do it. And I keep one of Diaby maybe or I keep Matoma and I decide to sell Jared Bowen. But if not, and I do decide to keep Bowen for the nice run of fixtures that he does have, right? So even up to game week 14, they do have nice fixtures, as you can see there. They have Crystal Palace in game weeks 14, Spurs away in 15, then Fulham at home in game week 16, followed by Wolves at home as well. So the fixtures for Bowen are best long term, which is why I do come back to Harry Maguire. I'm not going to buy him this week because I do want to see what the Manchester United performance looks like going into the weekend. But Harry Maguire in does leave me the money in the bank to do these transfers going forward. Now, I'm a little bit short just based off price changes that are going to happen, but with the rises that I'm going to have in my team, I predict that I will be fine making these transfers going into the future weeks. So basically, I absolutely think that doing Dan Burn to a Palace defender or a Wolves defender probably this week may benefit my team in the short term. However, when game weeks 13 and 14 come around, I still won't have the money to do the transfers that I want to do. So I think that rolling my transfer this week, as I said in my team selection earlier, in order to have more information on the likes of Manchester United, on the other cheap defenders, on the likes of Jared Bowen as well, will make my life a lot easier than trying to guess between DRB, Matoma and Bowen and what I want to do next week. So although I might be sacrificing a little bit going into game week 11, I do think long term I'm best off rolling my transfer going into game week 11. So 
it leaves my team looking like this going into this weekend. Pretty happy with it. The only one weak spot I see really is potentially playing Gabriel in my defense over potentially playing Dan Byrne, Charlie Taylor, or one of those potential transfers in, in a Crystal Palace defender, or potentially going and buying a Wolves defender as well. Ariola in goal is probably the only other weak link, but I'm pretty happy with it. Erling Haaland is going to get the captaincy. This is set from last week. So Erling Haaland captaincy, Mo Salah with my vice captain. This is how we're going to be lining up going into the weekend. Let me know what you think. Any, would you make the defensive transfer? I just put off Maguire and none of the other cheap defenders have good fixtures in the weeks that I need them to. So I plan on rolling my transfer going into the weekend. Let me know what you think about my team. Would you make that move? Any questions you have about your team as well, drop it all in the comment section down below. There will, of course, be a deadline stream two hours before the deadline on Saturday morning. We can get all of your questions answered live if they don't get answered on the bottom of this video. 2,000 likes on the video is the aim. Subscribe if you are new around here, and I'll be back again very soon. Podcast Network.